much boilerplate can we kill? So what do I mean by boilerplate? I, when I say boilerplate, I really mean any code that is not crucial. So I think a good example of killing boilerplate was Sushi. So if you wanted to create an eloquent model, now Sushi isn't a solution to eloquent, you know, if you understand, the Sushi is a way to, ah, oh, whatever. Um, so just consider the normal eloquent model creation process. You create a uh, maybe you run artisan make model hyphen mfs or something you create a model file you create a migrations file you create a factory file and you add the attributes to two of those files and then you might add guarded equals empty array and then you might add a seeder that seeds up with the factory so maybe you even have a seeder file so maybe you have four files all for this one model you know so sushi sought to like keep it in one file everything's in one file the content the schema everything it's right there and it's as boilerplate free as possible um, so I think that's a good example. Boilerplate is everything that is extra. And there's of course a fine line or a balance. Um, if you take it to the extreme and you void, uh, your code of all boilerplate and, <laughs> and completely, and, and only focus on the important domain code that changes, I think there is an eventuality where you get, where you, where you write code that is so undiscoverable you know, like, I guess boilerplate is kind of common language. Um, because without, that's what it, that's what it is without boilerplate boilerplate. Okay. The more knowledge you have in your head, the more you understand about the context, the less boilerplate there can be, you know, like if you reduce, well, like, let's just pretend, what should we pretend? I'm trying to think of something that, bo that Laravel does that removes boilerplate. So, okay. So let's say that Laravel, this never was the case, I don't think, but let's say at one point Laravel didn't assume the table name based on the model name. So if you create a post model, let's say that you had to create a property called table and then specify the word posts. And you might look at that and you go, okay, really, I'm that's boilerplate. I'm doing that every time. I never, I'm never creative with the table name. I'm just naming it the plural of the model name. What if Laravel assumed that? What if it, it used that as a convention? So that's that's the concept of convention over configuration, one of Ruby on Rails core tenants and Laravel's as well. Um, so I guess that's what I'm saying. And that is basically what I've sort of sought to do with Livewire is by bringing the full stack together by removing the separation between front end and back end with JSON APIs and um, Axios, you know, Ajax calls in the front end, we can remove like that's all boilerplate. That's all unnecessary. That's just that's just you're writing the same thing over and over. You write an endpoint with named something restful, and then you write a call to that endpoint that that is that same endpoint, and you adhere by this set of standards that you provide for yourself. And that's all boilerplate. You don't need that. You're just creating the interface between two things. What if you didn't have to? And so that's what Livewire did. Livewire sought to blur that line and remove that that barrier. And and it has done that successfully. But we've gotten into a new realm of boilerplate removal with elo with binding data directly to eloquent models. So let me first set up the scene before let's forget about eloquent models for a second or binding to eloquent models. In Livewire version one. And still now, I mean, you can always do this. This is a very normal and okay and good way of doing things in Livewire. You have public properties that are just data. You, you, they can be arrays, like raw arrays. They can be strings. They can be numbers. They can be booleans. So these, this data is all JavaScript safe. It can go back and forth between PHP and JavaScript and stay intact. In other words, you're not storing a PHP class that JavaScript can't 
operate on, storing you know plain data. And in your HTML in LiveWire, you can wire model, wire colon model, and bind like an input element to that data. Meaning when the input element changes, the data will change in the backend and vice versa, right? We know that. That's basically the fundamental feature of LiveWire. And you can push that pretty far. And so really, if you think about it, um, it's radically different than the ways of old where you have a form tag with inputs with names and then you know, you hit submit and it hits a controller method that has, you know, request get all the items and then stores them into a model. Um, It seems radically different, but it's actually not. If you think about it, if you were to squint at that controller and then squint at its equivalent live wire component, the two would be shaped very similarly. You have, you're getting the data in a controller, you're getting it out of the request object. You'd say request arrow input or however you do that. Request arrow title to get the title field. And okay, so maybe you want to update a post. So you might say um, post uh, arrow update and then pass in an array with the key is title and the value is request arrow title. Okay, now in your live wire component, if you squint at it, it's the same shape. In actuality, it's actually almost the same thing. Post colon colon update and then you pass in an array with title arrow. But instead of calling request arrow title and getting that data out of the request, you're getting the data as a property from the LiveWire component directly. You're saying this arrow title, right? So it's actually very, very similar. So the fundamental change, so we removed a lot of boilerplate in the the in the line between front end and back end, but the back end code looks very similar. You know, LiveWire component components look very similar to controllers. Now, after V2, they're starting to look a little bit different. So I'm just sort of recognizing the shift that is taking place. Um, this isn't necessarily intentional, uh, like anything with LiveWire. For the most part, it's usually me following my heart and trying to make the thing that is the most intuitive and the most um, feels the best, you know, uh, given the context of being in a Laravel app and writing front-end code and is the most productive and whatever. All of those words that just make it sound good, I guess. So yeah, so now... If you have a property, you can set a property of a model. That's already line blurring, boilerplate reducing. Instead of maybe maybe in a purely non-boiler in a purely boilerplatey live wire component, you could set a property that is the ID of a model, like post ID. And then whenever you need that, you'd say post find that ID. But we went, let's kill that boilerplate. Why can't you just set a property as a model and then LiveWire will handle that in the background? And so we do that. And that's been available for a very long time. But in V2, you can now bind to those properties directly. You can say wire colon model post.title. And now you never have to have that post field. So it's very different. So it doesn't look like a controller anymore because it's almost as if you're like in a controller, you're getting explicit pieces of data out of the request. And in LiveWare V1, you would be getting, and now again, but you know, you would be getting pieces of data explicitly from properties that are just primitive data types like arrays and strings. And now we're killing even more boilerplate. And now you might have a LiveWare component that has one property. It's just an eloquent model. And you might wire model to different attributes of that of that property. And then you can just call, you know, this arrow post arrow save and persist it, you know? So I like it because it it's almost like the purest form of working. It's like if you really, really blurred the, the front end and back end, and if there was no difference, this is how it would be. There would be no reason to separate these things out, you know? Um, 
Of course, that's not the actual world, so we have to do a few things differently, but for the most part, that's kind of what we're getting at. And now I'm see sort of I'm seeing a fork in the Livewire community emerge. Um, I have I I'm actually making this up. I haven't seen necessarily like nobody has verbalized this, but I'm going to verbalize it. I could see two different types of Livewire developers. One type of Livewire developer who loves the magic, who loves that you can you know set a model property and bind to it directly and use the rules property and all that stuff, and just is obsessed with removing boilerplate. And then there's another type of liveware developer that prefers the more explicit, discoverable, individual, native property approach where your liveware components look very similar to your controllers did. Um, and that's fine. So I don't know. I guess I'm just sort of observing that. That um, And this is all coming out of before you couldn't bind to eloquent collections. So if you had a property called posts that's a collection of multiple posts, you couldn't like in Blade for each through the posts with inputs and do wire colon model post dot and then dynamically put spit out the index so like post dot zero post dot one dot title right now you can do that i've been working on that this week i just actually tagged it today it's version 2.3 of livewire you can do that now um, because i actually paired with somebody and this was a hang-up we came across is like it's not that bad but if you want to you know their their need was a form, an order form that you could add order items and just keep hitting plus and adding new ones, new, you know, adding new things with a little form thing and you'd fill it out and hit save. And the only way to do that is to create a raw PHP array of data called order items or whatever, where you put in the data each time and you loop through it and save it when you want to save it. We're like, well, what if we could just, just bind directly to an eloquent collection? That would be fantastic. And now I'm seeing even further that the, the eventuality is literally having a property called order and being able to bind to order dot a relationship dot an index dot a property. Like that's like no boilerplate, you know? So I don't know, but is that too undiscoverable? I'm not sure, but we're going to see it. We're going to follow and see where we go. But I am seeing sort of a fork emerge. I don't think that this is the Livewire way. I think there's many ways to do things, but we're exploring it. And Livewire is an experiment. And how much boilerplate can we remove from the developer experience? Um, all right, I'll see you in the next episode.